there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. A lot going on. Great house specials every day and a full menu. And went up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares. Place a qualifying bet. Get a bonus square for the basketball games. If your numbers match the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Mahoney time. Brian Mahoney joins the show, covers the NBA for the Associated Press at Brian C. Mahoney on Twitter. Talk a little NBA and the Knicks. Saw your tweet yesterday. Uh, good to talk to you again, friend. But uh, how big is this? What, what are you hearing about Randall? Will they have him for the postseason? Well, I mean, the deadline, uh, the timing was, you know, he's going to be out in two weeks, which is right two days before the playoffs will start. If he heals quick, you know, he'd be ready to go at that point. Uh, the good thing for the Knicks, obviously, is they're right on the verge of the playoffs. So, you know, they should still get in without him. Uh, but it's certainly, you know, he's their workhorse, played in every game, an all-star. Uh, they don't want to have to open the playoffs without him. They, I can't say, especially against a team like Cleveland, who's got big guys, they would have no chance, I wouldn't think, without Randall there. Oh, oh it'd be a huge yeah. loss if they can't. Oh. I know this is maybe a little unfair because we're still a little ways away, obviously, from the playoffs starting. If you had to put a number on it today, Brian, like 50-50, 60-40, what would you say his chances are? Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it much above 50-50 based on how much, you know, he he looked really hurt walking off the court. So, uh, you know, two weeks is not a long time for an ankle sprain. We've seen that. Um, I know he's a tough guy. He loves to play. I'm sure he'll give it his best shot. But how good can he be even if he's ready? It's going to be really hard to predict that right now. If he comes back for the playoffs, could this be a blessing that maybe they'd be better off getting the six? Because you the Sixers, we know Harden's history in the playoffs and you could go Sixers and a vulnerable Boston team as opposed to Cleveland, which is a tough matchup. And then the Milwaukee is the one seed. You know what I'm saying? 
It's an interesting thought. Uh, I had, you know, I've been looking at them at five for so long. I haven't yeah. thought about six, but, but yes, uh, in a way, maybe that is a, you know, a better matchup for them. You, you know, you have to deal with Embiid, who's, uh, you know, a, a tough guy inside. But they, you know, they have a couple of big bodies in there now. With you know, Mitchell Robinson's a great rebounder. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein's played really well the last couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, I, they would certainly have a chance there. Um, you know, they don't. You know, Philly has the experience. Cleveland doesn't necessarily have. So. Um, you know, that's a little bit of a wash, but it'd be interesting to think about, yes. Well, I feel good for the fan base and also the organization because everyone was mocking this organization and people thought they made an egregious error when Duran and Kyrie didn't, didn't land there and you saw the debacle in Brooklyn. But, you know, what is it, one playoff series win since 2000? They are definitely headed in the right direction. You made the playoffs two of the last three years and you're talking about being in the 4 fives matchup likely again as well, which could happen. Who do you think it's right? Who's going to be the superstar? Who's going to be the star to say, okay, I'm going to jump in and join the Knicks, and maybe I can own that own that city and turn them into a contender? Yeah, you know, I still think it's going to happen at some point, Paul. We've been talking about it for a long time that eventually some guys are going to want to be the guy who says, I want to come to New York. I mean, last summer was Donovan Mitchell, uh, but that's that another one happened in the trade. Yep. Yeah, it didn't it didn't happen. But you know, he I think certainly he would have signed here if he ever had the opportunity being from New York. And, uh, you know, look, they certainly you can look at them now and say they've made some great decisions. Brunson was, a turns out, a great signing last summer, picking Emmanuel quickly a couple of years ago, who might be the sixth man of the year this year. They've now put together a couple of years in a row of doing some good things. So I do think now they're more attractive to a free agent. who doesn't have to worry about going and sort of saving a place. You can now can look at maybe building on what they're becoming. I want to expand mm-hmm. on what you said about quickly with the sixth man of the year. You said might be... Uh, when you look today at the odds at DraftKings, Brian, he's minus four dollars. So you have to put down four hundred to win a hundred. Tells you he's like a huge favorite at this point. Brogdon was the favorite for a long time, but he's been completely surpassed here now by quickly. Like, how strong are you on that as of right now? With only like a little bit more than a week to go, you said might be, but are you being conservative with that? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think he's got that kind of wrapped up now. He, he okay. had a, a chance to play a lot of minutes when Brunson was out and he had some great games, uh, you know, in a starting role. So that, you know, that some people say that shouldn't matter to your six man voting, but it does. Uh, people see how good a game you are. And uh, so, yes, I think it, it was never a great field. I mean, I love Brockton, but it wasn't like this is a great standout six man race this year. And, and I think quickly late in the year, having some opportunities as yeah, I can understand why he is such a favorite right now. Who's your MVP? You know, I go Jokic, uh, and, it, uh, you know, the debate is sort of, I don't quite get why it is the way it is. Uh, you know, to me, he's got a better resume this year than last year, and he won last year pretty easily. Uh, I didn't vote for him last year. I voted Embiid. Uh, but, you know, if Jokic won last year, I'm not sure what Embiid or Giannis can do this year to say they have a better chance. Uh, to me, what Jokic has done for now, the team success he didn't have last year, that's the MVP in my mind. I love that you said that. You're the first person I've heard bring that up. He's actually better this year. His resume jumps off the page more than a year ago. What I've heard, and I don't understand, Brian, is that uh, some people in the media saying, well, it's just, it's Embiid's turn. Like, what does that mean? It's his turn. That doesn't mean that he's necessarily the guy who deserves the award. Mm. Yeah, well, you know what I think it means, Mitch, and uh, it's like I'm trying to say I'm right, you guys are wrong. But I think we didn't give enough of a look at Embiid last year. Okay. I think people got sort of too seduced by Jokic's numbers. Okay. And, you know, said, you know, to me last year, Jokic was first team all, you know, all NBA, 
an offensive player of the year kind of year, but, uh, you know, he was a sixth-place team, and granted they had injuries, but, you know, so did Philadelphia. He didn't have Ben Simmons all year. They traded for James Harden, who wasn't James Harden. He was injured. Uh, and Embiid carried that team to you know, within two wins of first place in the conference. Uh, so I think everyone saying it's his turn this year means maybe it should have been his turn last year, and we just want to give it to him now, even though probably Jokic has a better resume than Embiid this year. It's a makeup call. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I kind of feel I kind of feel like that's what it is. Honestly, uh, I, you know, I love Embiid. Uh, like I say, I voted for him last year, but I can't say he's got a better case to the MVP this year than he did last year. The the West fa- playoffs are going to be fantastic. Uh, I, I, you could make an argument that Denver or Memphis could go out early, or and certainly with the one or two seeds, the favorites to get there though as well. What do you think of the Suns though here in Las Vegas as the favorites? to win the West if Durant's going to have enough time and they can develop a chemistry and rapport together before we start playoff time. Who would you pick right now come out of the West? I wish I knew. I mean, I would, I would stick with Denver, uh, having to watch them play all year uh, and how good I think they are. Uh, but it's hard not to say Phoenix can do it. I mean, when you look at the firepower they have, uh, that's unbelievable. But again, the problem is it's going to be such a short amount of time they're going to play together. They're going to have to come out of a, you know, not a great seed. They're going to have to win at least one series on the road. Right. Uh, And, hey, you know, are they deep enough? I don't really know that yet. So Mm -hmm. I can't pick them, but I can understand why everyone else does. I mean, I know how great Durant and Booker and Chris Paul are. Are you buying into this Lakers narrative that uh, started again this week, that if they get in, they're going to be super dangerous? (laughs) I am. I I feel bad saying it, but yes. uh, (laughs) I feel bad. (laughs) <laughs> because, because you know, they're gonna you know, someone's gonna get hurt the day before the playoffs, and they're gonna go out immediately. I get all that, but you uh-huh. know, you keep looking at the potential, and you say, okay, LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy. They made good moves at the deadline. There's yes. no doubt they got better. Uh, yep. and so, yes, if they get in, I'm gonna give them a shot. Uh, you know, don't don't put them in the finals yet, but uh, but I certainly am not gonna say they are out immediately or or can't really uh, beat anybody i mean they they got too good a, a you know a top level team for that you know and I, i'm tired of hearing this too by the way well the warriors are just going to flip the switch they, they just they, they haven't guarded anybody all year on the road and i can't get past the road record and the fact how they look without wiggins and their peers that the fight with pool and green carried over the season it seems there's always a, a team it always has a problem with pool but i can't get there with the warriors what do you think yeah, I'm with you, Paul. I, I, they're going to make people look stupid. I'm just not sure if it's the ones yeah. who pick them or the ones who don't. I mean, I, uh, I, you know, I, you know, if Wiggins comes back, then it's a little different. Uh, I don't think they could win without Wiggins. He was, you know, terrific last year, and he's so important to them. Um, you know, but can they get hot with the way they shoot and the, the experience they have? Sure, but can they do it having to win, you know, three series on the road against, uh, you know, some of the teams they'd have to beat? I, I just, no, we've seen them all year. They haven't turned it on long enough, like you say, so... I can't pick them right now. Definitely not. Yeah. We thought last night was just a god-awful scheduling spot for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, we never predicted a 41-point loss, but we liked the Celtics in the game last night. We were not really taking anything away from that game moving forward to the playoffs. Do you, Brian? No. I mean, you know, as I say, it's another schedule game. I hate when we see that. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it shows how good Boston can be. Yeah. Obviously, you know, a reminder, they haven't been terrific as consistently and obviously late in the year, but it shows, yeah, when, you know, when Tatum and Brown are on and when Robert Williams in the lineup, you know, they're awesome. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it certainly wasn't what Milwaukee is. I still would lean to the Bucks. I think I like their depth and their power inside a little bit more. 
but yeah, it's a reminder of how good Boston is and how great that series could be when they're both really ready to play. You can follow Brian on Twitter. He is at Brian C. Mahoney. You do a great job covering the league for the mm-hmm. AP. Brian, yeah. thanks so much for the time today. Have a good weekend. Take care, guys. Thanks very much. Yep. Good to talk to you. Overall, well, they, great dude, too. Yep. Well, there's a guy who covers the team saying no chance without Randall in the first round. Oh, yeah. No chance. Yeah. Right, what's if that would series be price again? Yep. And the other thing, too, with this Phoenix-Golden State stuff, I mean, that could be a first-round matchup. That could be your 4-5. Oh, that, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Yeah. But again, do you want to juggle if and get the six, avoid Phoenix, and avoid Denver? But then again, if you do that, you only get too far back, and then whoops, I'm, I, li- I wind up in the playing round. How about uh, that's going to be wild? How the last season, hey, how these teams navigate the final two, three games? How about the Western Conference one eight and the four five could be Nuggets, Lakers, and Suns, Warriors? Yes. So a second round matchup between any of those four teams. Very possible. Just to get to the Western Conference Finals. Very possible. Oh, jeez. Yep. Uh, it's fault. Did the uh, Midwestern accent come out right there? Oh, jeez. Tough one there, huh? I Oof. suppose. Oofta. Uh, we'll recap last night's betting. <laughs> Oofta. Betting action with win some, lose some. Coming up next, again, this team closing out strong. 14-1 and one here down the stretch. Details coming up here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, here we go. Uh, public, uh, again, we ran down the betting splits yesterday. The public did well in the early games. Everyone was betting the Mets, Yankees, and, of course, the Braves with the anti-Corbin. They get there. But at night, not so much. A's plus 195, Rockies plus 190. <laughs> the Angels scored one run. God. And a bullpen blows it for Otani and the Rockies all over Snell and the Padres. Rendon needs to do something this year. Who? Rendon has yep, to hit the yep, ball this year. Yep. White Sox plus 145 down to 125. Great game. Fun game. 
Valdez was humming. Cease was a beast. Bummer. Challenge somebody. The wild pitch was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you get a 3-2 final there. Uh, Yankees, Giants under seven, down to six and a half. Cole with the shutout. All rise. Judge goes deep off the bat. Big ball. Oh, this is tough. Carolina gets beat again. What's going on? And then the Red Wings scored l- l- less than 30 seconds left in the game, so they couldn't even get a point. Doors open now for New Jersey in the division. Detroit plus 190. The Bruins, 430, touched $5. They beat Columbus. And Montreal, another over in the first period, 14-1 and one run for the Canadians. Home teams last night in the NHL, 9-2. Pelicans money line, uh, we'll call it 240, but no joker. That went from 9 down to 2 after the news with joker and file that one away. Denver was at home. Joker didn't play, and they got obliterated by the Pelicans in a total 232 down to 226 and a half easy money like your bucks good for you you called that a week and a half ago about this spot with the Malinsky special the bucks on a back-to-back finishes a long road trip against the Celtics Celtics were up 30 right away I mean there's something called you know situational handicapping where you have to throw models out the window and take that into account sometimes it was I mean one of the worst schedule spots specifically for a national TV game that you're ever going to see, and that that they were dead and buried end of the first quarter. Absolutely, absolutely, good in play opportunity. Oh yes, it was. And it was just Boston was doing whatever they wanted. Subscribe, be part of the team. Veasan Pro, watch the show live. Veasan.com. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Send something in. Dog, video poker. We'll put you on TV. Look at this. Stuff. Again, pandas go through life that they got a six pack in them all the time. Look at the baby coming in, and they. The parent throws them down, picks them up by the neck, throws them down. Can you help me up, please? Yeah, sure, I got you. Okay, get up here. Throw them around like a rag doll. Let's do it again. What kind of ride is this? <laughs> throws them down again and down the hill. <laughs> They're having their time of the letters. And other, yeah, there it is again. Uh, they have a it's, lot of it's fun. It's like the, uh, what is it called? Would it be a cub? Is a panda bear baby like a yeah. cub? We'll, we'll go with that. Right. Uh, it's <laughs> like he wants the punishment. Yes. He wants more of it. Yes. Can we do that again? Right Can you yeah, I want that, please. Throw me down the hill again, please. Grab me sure. by my earlobes and throw me around. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he goes right into the uh, fence, too, the poor guy. Piece of cake. How about a gorilla video? It's been a while. Look at the baby here, Paul. Eh? Peek-a-boo. Eh? Pokes the button. Stop that. What is that? I told you to knock it off. Comes back in. No. It comes one more time. Comes in. Pokes him on the back. <laughs> he takes off. I hope it ended well. Looks like the parent was upset there with... Uh, Poke in the poke in the back, sure. And he took off. Now, how about how about one giant leap for Corgi Kind here? I didn't expect to see this. That little fella, he's on the top step, and he knows what to do, right? Come on, Come on now. Oh, he jumps right up. A good job by the owner to grab him with one hand, right? I didn't think he was going to jump three steps there, like Jordan from the free throw line yeah. in a dunk contest. I didn't see that coming, but uh, he nails it. Good job by the owner. I, I, I thought for sure he was. The, the last thing I expected was the small dog to jump three steps down well, into by, his hand. And by the way, when you listen to it with uh, volume up, the owner has no idea it's coming either because the person starts laughing their asses off. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Good for him. Couple lose some. We rock and roll with more dog videos. Boy, this has got to be uncomfortable. The oh, big how, dog. how so? <laughs> the dog. Huge fella, right? Falls asleep on the owner on the couch, right on the face, pressed up, and the glass is going off, and you're not moving. You're stuck there, lady. That's it. And that's uh, that's kind of like me. You bring a cot and I'll fall asleep right now. I don't know how that dog can fall asleep like that. And the owner's like, well, I guess I'm not going anywhere. 
right? Right on the neck. Uh huh. What does that have, an 80 pound dog? Oh, I go over. Over? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Jared Carabas from DraftKings had a good tweet. The guy picked up a fiance and also six broken ribs. Let's go to Dodger Stadium. Last night, the fan. Oh, boy. The fan goes out there. Oh, no, it's Petco. Is it Petco? Any event. The fan runs up. No, Dodger Stadium, right? He runs onto the field. The Oh! Did you have to lay him out like that? I thought it was innocuous. The fan runs on the field. I understand it, but he's going to propose to his girlfriend. He's sitting front row in, in uh, left field, and he runs on the field. He gets down on a knee, and he shows the girl from the ring, and then here's some security, and they lay him out like Tatum. Oh, God. I'm going to say I'm okay with it. That is vicious. Yeah? Yeah, because uh, I think it's preposterous to uh, propose to anybody at a stadium I got or you. arena. I got you. Okay. Had it coming? And yep. one bad beat, of course. I'll put the Angels on there. Otani with a gem. Can't get any runs against what's supposed to be the worst team in baseball. one nothing, bottom of the eighth, and the bullpen splits it up. That is win-lose. This is go. a good email, too, by the way, Paulie. Uh, FTM at vcin.com to get in touch with the show. This is from Josh in Denver, and it speaks to this racket, and it sums it up beautifully. He has a nice ticket on the Oilers to win the Pacific. He's a diehard Avs fan in Denver, but in the short term, last night was awesome watching the Kings lose and the Golden Knights get only a point. This is what being a sports better is all about. These two-week windows where future bets come down to the wire and you throw your allegiances out the window and root for a hated rival to cash a ticket. Bingo. Well said. From 10-1 to 1 to 2-1 to 1 in a week. Less than a week. They, oh, they can do this based on the schedule. Oh, yeah, that's a, yeah. The schedule's yeah. so easy on paper. With a couple San Jose's and Anaheim's, and Vegas is fighting it out with Seattle and Minnesota and Nashville in a Los Angeles game mm-hmm. uh, next week. That's out here. Vegas a lot to lose. They could blow the division. They could get the one seed. A lot on the line, rather. Vegas uh, third most difficult schedule in the sport moving forward. Edmonton second easiest. <laughs> By the way, Calgary has the easiest schedule. Yep. Moving forward, it's right there for them to overtake Winnipeg. God, all these close losses. Now, how bad is that going to come? Could haunt him. Let me come throw back this to bite him. But sir, it, sir, yeah, you Calgary should get it. Is this possible? Can we get in the first round of the playoffs? Could we get one seeded Edmonton versus number eight Calgary? That's in play. Is that in play? I, I, yeah, if, I guess. Yeah, Edmonton could get the one, so they could win out. Uh, how far back are they? Let me look. They have ninety-seven. 97. Yeah, they're tied with Minnesota. Yeah, sure, that could happen. Oof. I'd take that in a heartbeat. Then Vegas would play Los Angeles. That could happen, too. I don't know what's going to happen in the Central. Where, where, what's DraftKings have right now on... On the Central? Minnesota's plus 125. Dallas is 2-1. Colorado's plus 240. Minnesota's got 97 points. Dallas and Colorado, 94. Both with a game in hand. Boy, they are all jumbled up right And then there. Minnesota's got the huge home-and-home home coming up with uh, with Vegas. Yep. For what it's worth, again... This has typically not gone well for this Vegas franchise. That's been one spot that comes to mind, right? Like going back to the expansion year, whenever they go to Minnesota, it's like trouble's brewing here. Doesn't matter who's in net, doesn't matter who's out of the game, playing, whatever. They've always struggled against this team, specifically on the road. We're frustrated with the NBA and coming in here and we have no chance, just 5 a.m. and you don't know who's going to play. And I, I can't, how about when there's going to be two, three games left? Watch the stuff that comes down in the huge line movement when that... Oh, boy. Right? 
when it's either a team that trying to avoid a, an opponent, trying to uh, avoid a seed, or already has something locked up against a team that needs it. Watch what happens when it comes down. Yeah, we're sitting Curry and Thompson. And all. Oh, God. Well, teams that are going to be lobbying for the... Again, teams will be probably pushing each other out of the way to see if they can land the six if yep. the Kings are going to be well, lined up for the three. Yep. Right? I think they would much rather... And this could be a huge mistake, whatever. But I think if they could... That's why the funny business could really kick in. Like, this needs to happen. Like, three things need to happen for these teams, for an example here, yep. to land the six... I think they would try to have all those things happen. That way they would, in theory, then not get the Grizzlies in the first round, and they would stay out of the 4-5, whoever that team might be then. Several of those could, could play out where you see teams that need it are on the outside looking in, and they're going to need the game against maybe a Phoenix or a Denver or a Golden State that's already in, and they know what their seed's going to be. And then you just see, yeah, out, out, load management, uh, make something up, calf, yep. knee, and then it's, you'll, you'll see some one of these teams laying like 9 or 10 in a, in a nine-point move or something. Maybe bigger than that. Yep. Bet Rivers went up to 10000 in bonus money. Place a bet, get a square. If your numbers on the square match the final score, you win. Restrictions on the wagers, the bonus, and the credit use. Great house specials. Good stuff up there today. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversquares.com, best record in April, who's going to be division leader and the longest winning streak of the season, 13 and a half games over, plus money. Yep. By the way, another good email here from uh, DK, who's sending in very under-the-radar injury to the Timberwolves, and he's exactly right. Nas Reed went out, broken wrist. Uh, how long he's got backup center for the Timberwolves, yeah. who's had a nice impact for the team this year. The length of the injury, unknown, but it's not looking great for him. So, as he called it, under-the-radar injury that uh, probably won't get a lot of run. Very excited for that game tonight. Up next, former pitcher now with MLB Radio Network, Jensen Lewis will join the program. His biggest takeaways from yesterday, and if he likes anything today on the board. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get, it, get everything you need to bet on baseball this season, 24-7 streaming. Best bet emails, every pick, every host, every guest. Advice, data, strategy, $19. Come on, folks. Get you ready for the Masters next week with the betting guide. Nobody does golf better than VEASAN. We'll break down every golfer in the field, futures, matchups. $19. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today, $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, here we go. Major League Baseball talk. We loved opening day yesterday. It's a uh, truncated card today going into the weekend. But Jensen Lewis is kind enough to join us here early on a Friday morning. Former pitcher for the Guardians, then the Indians, of course. Now with the MLB Radio Network. Jensen, good morning. Did you find yourself with your fist all balled up? Ah, I can't. You need to pitch that long ago, but I can't stand this. Or did you find it like us yesterday? It was completely refreshing. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, guys, uh, the pitch clock would never have really affected me when I played. I, I was kind of that get-the-ball-and-go guy originally, so uh, I loved it. It was refreshing. It was great to see, you know, just a lot of action happening. And, and even in the games that didn't have a lot of runs early on, there was still that pace of play factor. You were still locked in on the action, so I thought it was great. And I know I was telling you guys in the break, it had that March Madness feel yesterday of, of just that staggered schedule. I, I wish MLB would do it more, especially during the week, but all in all, a great first day with these rule changes for sure. Yeah. I wanted to run. So you were also like on the pre and the post last night for the Guardians game against the Mariners. And that game was very fast. It was done in two hours and like 15 minutes. 
And we saw a lot of like American League aces really shine yesterday. That game would be like exhibit A, right? Uh, do you think there's going to be anything to like, will there be any added home field edge based on some of the crowds we're going to see this year? We talked about this for the break. I said this earlier. I think games for Seattle this year at that stadium are going to, that's going to be like a, a college football crowd almost. When the France hit that home run last night, the place was going, but it was like a playoff game. Yeah, and, and, and having pitched there, guys, uh, they've taken down the barbed wire fence, if you will, uh, from behind the bullpens. That's now an open-air drink rail. And if you're a reliever from an opposing team trying to get ready, I mean, they're going to be right in your face there. So uh, I know it's a raucous crowd. It's a great place to play. And, of course, uh, Seattle is going to be a great team. And I, I think Toronto, too, uh, when you look at where Rogers Center is still one of those uh, only stadiums left that has that 50,000-plus capacity and then when they get the renovations done, too, here in the next couple of years that they've got set up, man alive. Uh, two really distinct home field advantages. So, uh, I, Mitch, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, especially with the way that those lineups are and the back ends of their bullpens in those tight games. We've been talking about this a lot this week, and I know you made the case for them uh, briefly when you were on last time. But I like your future ticket on the White Sox. But I don't know. It's going to be a long year, could be, for Detroit and Kansas City. I don't know what to make of the Twins yet. And Mackenzie's hurt, and we know the issues offensively that Cleveland can have. But as we said, everything went wrong with Chicago, and they still won 81 games. And I love that rotation. Now you have a new manager, and Cease was dynamite. What do you, what's your case here? What do you think with the White Sox? Yeah, Paul, you're spot on. And, and Pedro Grafal, I think, is going to be a breath of fresh air, aside from what Tony La Russa was the last couple of years. You lose Jose Abreu uh-huh. as kind of the face of that franchise for a while. But now you've got a, a really dynamite rotation if they can stay healthy. Remember last year, Lynn was out for April. Giolito was out for three starts. They had trouble with injuries in the offense. Eloy Jimenez wasn't healthy all season long. They lost Tim Anderson for the last two months of the season. So I, I think if they just can have their stars be healthy, if Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, uh, even this Oscar Collis kid who's going to be really fun to watch here as he gets going, uh, and also, they got great news on Liam Hendricks the last couple of days, guys. Mm-hmm. He did not get put on the 60-day IL. That's a massive, massive boon because if he can get back earlier than expected, back into that bullpen has got some shutdown arms. Yes. I just think they have the most upside, I think, of an American League team that might be flying a little bit under the radar. Yeah, Bummer, Bummer was filthy, and uh, Lopez is coming and throwing gas, throwing 100 miles an hour, too. Yeah, he was a Swiss Army knife for them last year, Paulie. I mean, he could kind of come in right after the starter, eat up two or three innings because he is kind of that converted starting pitcher that they had to kind of force into action with all their back-end injuries. But he's got lockdown stuff. I mean, and, and that's a rarity to see in this day and age where you could have a guy go two innings and, and throw up 98 to 100 with really power sinker stuff and a great breaking ball. So I, I think it, their whole thing the last couple of years, guys, you've seen it. If they can avoid the key injuries both on the pitching staff and to the middle and the top of their order – they're really a, a prime candidate to be one of those dark horse World Series challengers. How about, do you have any? How about a team in the National League or maybe another surprise that you could see coming out of baseball as a dark horse? Yeah, to me, I, I circle St. Louis, and, and just because that offense could be a top five offense yep. in all of big league baseball. I mean, this first series between the Blue Jays and the Cardinals, uh, if you just want to blindly bet the over, you're probably going to be in great shape just because of of how deep and, and how many times you got to go through them to try and limit offense, but I think St. Louis and John Mosellock are going to be presented very early with an opportunity to either go out on the trade market and, and use some of the outfield depth that they've got, or maybe even some prospect capital 
to get a frontline starter. Because let's face it, you know, if you compare St. Louis to the to the big boys of Atlanta and San Diego, L.A., uh, if you want to throw the Mets in there, even with the Verlander injury in Philadelphia, right now on paper, they have to ask themselves, as we're currently constructed, can we beat any of those four or five teams to get to the World Series? Right now, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. But they're not far away. They need a pitcher or two. And if they do that, they're back into their bullpen as plenty good enough to be able to shut down a lot of games. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, former Major League pitcher, now with MLB Radio Network. Uh, Jensen Lewis, our guest, he is on Twitter at JLou50. Uh, Paulie brought this up yesterday, and uh, after game one, we said it a little earlier as well. He thinks the Red Sox could be involved in a lot of high scoring games this year. Only one game. Weather was not great yesterday. Uh, would you agree? Would you tend? Because we still think the offense is going to be fine despite losing guys like Xander Bogarts. And we just we think the pitching could be in for a super long year there uh, at Fenway. What do you think? Yeah, uh, Mitch, the uncertainty of that rotation just health-wise overall, right? You've got Corey Kluber and Chris Sale oh. at the top there that you're just kind of waiting to see if Sale's velocity can even creep up a little bit. I know Alex Cora was trying to sell people on Hey, his breaking ball's fine. He'll be fine. But again, how many innings can you get out of him? And how long can you stretch him out in April and May? That's going to expose that bullpen, which is already thin as it's currently constructed. So, uh, I mean, I don't have a lot of faith in Tanner Houck, Nick Pavetta. You lose Michael Waka, who was arguably their best starter last year. No Nathan Eovaldi this year. I agree. I mean, even at Fenway, too, a lot of those, a lot of those run totals, even if you know, that first five, those starters, it just doesn't seem from a run prevention standpoint yeah. that that Red Sox rotation is going to be able to hold a lot of offenses at bay. Yeah. Uh, I joked around in the first segment of today's show a couple hours ago. Has Otani asked for a trade yet? <laughs> I mean, br- brilliant. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It's one game. I understand that. I mean, so that's why I'm joking around here. But what were your, like, season-long projections for the Angels this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was really tied to my AL MVP future looks because, I mean, if you're betting, you know, a Jordan Alvarez, a Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you're basically saying that the Angels are, are not going to be very good by the deadline and they're going to be forced with that, you know, unfortunate reality that they'll probably have to trade Otani to at least get something back. If they're in it and Otani's doing what he did last night, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. To me, I, I think the value was more on, Otani to win the Cy Young at, at double digits if you thought he was going to an MVP because obviously mm-hmm. the hitting will take care of itself. And obviously if you're going to win that, then he's got to be pitching very well too. So uh, guys, he's one of the most exciting players. So, I mean, he's just ridiculous. By the way, the Hunter Renfro catch yesterday. Oh, God. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's so crazy. Totally lost can't the be- ball. I can't believe it. Whoops. He yeah. takes his hand down. Degree of di- oh, difficulty, God. and that was like a 9.8. Yeah. It's a short card today. Do you like anything at all? Does anything jump off the page? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be a little homer pick here. I, I think uh, uh, Guardian's money line at plus money uh, anywhere. You can get them uh, even you know, for a little heavier juice at plus one and a half. Uh, Mike Zanino, by the way, if you want a little home run prop, he's got four homers career off of Robbie Ray. Uh, you know, it was real tough in his debut uh, last night, but... Uh, not not the best batting average, but a guy that may be a circle uh, if you want a little bit of uh, a sweat on a home run prop right there. So um, I, I think that and, and maybe the over also in the Mets and the Marlins game, you know, you get Alcantara out of the way and uh, both those offenses having a chance to kind of re-rack right there. So those are two that kind of jump off to me right now. I like it. Very Beautiful. good. Yeah, he's on Twitter again at JLou50. Jensen Lewis, former pitcher in the big leagues, now with MLB Radio Network. Um, thanks so much for, uh, for the time today, Jensen. Enjoy the weekend. You got it, guys. We'll talk soon. Yep. Well Be done. Good. The total in that game, Paul. 
that he just talked about. Yeah, he's right. You get Scherzer out of the way. Yep. You get Alcantara out of the way. I made a case earlier that the Mets offense, I think, is going to be fine this year. I also, the, the Marlins offense is pretty good. Uh, seven and a half today. All right. And it's just laughable. And it's, it happened all the time last year, and it's going to happen this year, rest assured. Otani does this. Trout does this. And they lose 5-2. I know. I mean, it, I know. the tweets last year about this had never been done, and two, mates, two teammates have ever done this in a game before, and they always lost. Yep. It was like every week something was <laughs> happening. God. Remember, since like 1938, first time ever, and then all of a sudden, oh, really? Because they're on a 14-game losing streak now all of a sudden. It really is something. That's that's Although, Angels. That's Angel Baseball oh, last is. night. That that's is. Angel Baseball. But that team in contention, if they could get Otani and Trout in the playoffs, sure. I mean, that'd be yeah. the that that's the best thing for baseball right there. Well, you those. go to a game, at least you got Portillos down the street. Yeah. In pocket plays, what we're betting. Coming up here and follow the Money Vs and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Time for uh, in-pocket plays. Uh, graded from yesterday in this segment, a couple of losers to begin the day in Major League Baseball. No good. Orioles, Red Sox under five in the first five. Nope, exploded. Same thing, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, first five under three and a half. That was no good. A um, couple of other bets I made yesterday in Major League Baseball. I did lay two and a half runs with the uh, Braves. That got there. They scored me. They should have had 10 runs in the first three. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was fading uh, Corbin. That one got there. Cubs got there for me. Phillies did not. I had the Phillies yesterday. Against How about the that game? Five nothing. You blink. See you later. Now Freed also hurt. He's going to miss a start, I believe. 
for Atlanta. So uh, yeah. you had that, but uh, <laughs> wow. Also, um, Cole was dynamite. Yeah. Cease, I thought, was better. Yes. Otani was awesome last night. Uh-huh. Castillo and Bieber trading blows late against uh, in that Seattle matchup. Oh, did not have this in pocket yesterday. That's on me. I failed to text our producer, but I think I get it. No, last Tuesday brought it up. Watch out for this game. Circle it on the calendar. It's going to be a bad spot for the Bucks. Yeah, you did. And they got blown out by 41 last night against the Celtics. Uh, I want to bet, problem is, I only see it so far at one book. I'm seeing Padres team total four and a half minus 105. I'm seeing four minus 130. I want to play over four, but it's only available at one book, so I'm not going to tell you to go bet that right now. Uh, and tonight, NBA, I'm going to go Pistons, Rockets. Bet this over 229, 230 right now. I still like over 230. So I'll go Pistons, Rockets. A lot of points tonight in the NBA. Uh, pending tomorrow, Here final four. Yep. FAU, San Diego State first half under 60 and a half. The Aztecs minus one and a half. Stroud first pick overall in the draft, plus 550. Rays most wins in March and April, 14 to one. And I'm also hoping that uh, we come back on Monday and we can talk about cashing that Kings plus 165 ticket to win the Pacific. Mm-hmm. There you go. Julian Edlow also on the uh, first half under. And uh, this reason I kind of agree with that. You don't want to get involved with the shenanigans late with the foul fest and the scramble points as well. T-Wolves, depends where you shop, plus one or minus one. Tonight against the Lakers at home in a monster game in the Western Conference. Huge matchup. And San Diego State tomorrow to start with the Final Four. I just think the defense will be too much. As we've talked about, Creighton 2 of 17 from 3. Bama 3 of 27. Furman 6 of 26. Charleston 5 of 25. Charleston, 80 points per game, held them to 57. Furman, 80 points a game, held them to 52. Bama, 81, held them to 64. Creighton, 76, held them to 56. Oh, we have a horrible shooting background as well. And Florida Atlantic, 22 turnovers against K-State. I think the Aztecs win. And Bradley hasn't played well either for the Aztecs. No. There you go, in pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern, betrivers.com. You can find this. Uh, I know it's at Circa. I'm sure that other books have it up as well. Total threes made by each team. To your point, Florida Atlantic's prop is six and a half. I mean, based on everything that you just said, and the threes made against San Diego State, they stay under six so many times. We documented that uh, throughout the week here. And almost, I'm so, I so badly want to play the uh, under six and a half that I almost want to go the other way and be a contrarian. It's like these halftime totals during the tournament. What, what did I just watch in the first half, right? right. How can That's, this possibly go over? And it always does. It, it does. And so the reason why I'm saying that is because all these teams are going under against San Diego State. But when you really talk it out, and again, this is what I did. A couple texts back and forth between uh, Matt Humans and myself. Humans, a uh, great host here on the network. They missed a lot. Like, Bama missed a lot of threes against San Diego State that were wide open. They were three of 27. So guess what? That gets credited to the Aztecs' defense against the three. Well, three of 27, if they missed the eight, 10 open threes, is that really great defense or is it bad shooting? So Florida Atlantic, again, they had a stretch not that long ago where they made 17, 11, 14, 11, and 12 threes in games. They made nine last time out, eight in the uh, Sweet 16, nine the game before that, and eight in the first round. So they take a lot of threes. They also make a lot of threes. So I just, at this point, I have to pass on, on that prop overall and not even get involved in it. Mm-hmm. UConn's threes 
going back, made threes here by the Huskies. 11, 9, 10, 11, 7, 13, 8, 10, 9, and 10. They're probably against Miami a seven and a half. This could be a completely different game. Now, this thing could just really go to the moon. And I expect a lot of points in the, in the, in the second semifinal. Are you talking like 85-80? Yes, I am. Uh. Based on Miami uh, 104 in defense and how Miami has shot the ball since the Drake game and how UConn is just blitzing people and going up-tempo and burying people as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, that second half against Iona and St. Mary's, oh, thing of beauty. I mean, this is, uh, and are they going to do it every game, though? That's the thing. I mean, everyone's in love with UConn, and rightfully so. But certainly go against Laranago with a week to prep. Hell of a coach. What if this was, so Houston's power rating was number one in the country before, right there with Alabama, before UConn is at where where they are right now. If this was Houston playing the exact same, um, with the same exact results as Miami, Houston would be favored over UConn. But because it's Miami yeah. and their power rating was never that high, not even close to these other teams entering the tournament. But UConn does have a high power rating. Oh, and they always have. Because the of the non-conference, yeah. They were they were a top five team in November and December, and now they're playing like that team here at the end. I think if you just go from the start of the tournament only and take a small sample size and go power rate these teams based on the results, UConn would be number one. They've been the, they, they have been the team of the tournament so far. But Miami would be right on their heels. And if this number gets to six, I might have to get involved on Miami. Or maybe come back right. in play, right? All right. I'm because not going to fight you. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to fight you. Beckham to the Jets, if it happens, does it do anything for you? No, nothing. Not a, not no? a thing. Really? Not, not Nothing. Zero. Okay. All right. And I know Michael Lombardi. I, was list, I listened to the GM Shuffle podcast yesterday, every Monday and Thursday. And Mike Florio also making this. Don't expect much here. Till probably after the draft with Lamar. And if someone wants him, they're going to wait and see what happens in the draft because certainly you don't want to give up a top 10 pick to, to, if you have to give that up to get the deal done. I so. mean, that, that's the best play, right? Like the Colts would be much better off. Oh, come on. Rather than giving up number four, then putting in a, a, a pretty nice offer sheet once the draft is over with and just do later yeah. on down the yeah, line. Because now you're up. You're not getting Stroud and you're not getting or Young. That's going to be fascinating based on. NFL draft props that you're going to be able to make, which position or which player will the Colts take? Yeah. Because at number four, then, they actually, could they trade out of it if they know? They could do that. If they want to, if a team would be interested, or do they just go, if like if Will Anderson is there, they say, well, taking this guy. I think that's a telltale sign, by the way, what they do in the draft, if it's non-quarterback, that they're putting in an offer sheet uh-huh. for Lamar Jackson. It's going, to be, it's going to be automatic. I, would, I think Arizona, I'm surprised Arizona hasn't traded the third pick yet. That should be happening, too. I think that could happen. That might. I saw this yesterday. Um, Richardson, good pro day. We knew that would happen. Workout warrior. Atlanta, they traded three. Uh, I know they're saying, Desmond Ritter, are we buying this? This is so ridiculous. Traded three and take Richardson uh, there? Lombardi was just on fire. Just the Arthur Blank comments and Rivera. It's just ridiculous. Well, it's what so dumb. Saying. They, they, they were. Know, Watson Watson has torn his ACL and he had 20 cases hanging over his head. Ah, oh, this is different. Yeah. I'm going to get the con- I mean, Come on. Made a huge run to go after the guy, or they were one of the teams saying, yes. yeah, we'll take on Watson. They were going to get him until Cleveland came in with the guaranteed right. deal. Right. It's the only reason they were going to get him. But now you're backpedaling. Hmm. Who, who has the better resume, by the way, Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson? It'd be awesome if he went to New England. Oh, that'd be great. According to reports, he wants to go there. Then you saw the Asante Samuel tweet. Then you saw Judon coming over and say, hey, not bad. It's fine. We're just a different. Of course, yeah. It's the people like, well, how do you do that? He wasn't ripping his quarterback. 
He was just saying he was defending Belichick in the Patriot way, more so than, hey, it's not that bad here. What's your yeah. problem? This uh, is, but I you know Patriot fans, hey, 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 yeah, go, go, sir. How would you power rate the teams in the AFC East if Lamar Jackson oh, goes to the Patriots? Oh, so good. I'd still have. So good. I'd still have the Bills number one. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know about the health of Tua. Yeah, I think the Dolphins That's, would be the team to take a step back. Would you go Jets or Patriots, the better team? Jets are going to... We might come back on Monday and Rodgers could be on the Jets. That's probably going to happen. I would say Jets. I still... But to get O'Brien, and I know everyone's been all over this guy, O'Brien, not a bad coach. Just horrible at evaluating. Once he was put in charge in Houston, yeah. that's when it went bad. And a bad, bad people skills. But to move on from Patricia and Judge, and now you have O'Brien in there, and if you have Jackson, I want to see what Lamar can do with weapons. With legitimate weapons. Well, do, would he what have legitimate weapons in New England? Well, I know, but that's... I know, that's what I'm saying, though. I'd love to see it. I don't, it's, it's never happened yet. With the Baltimore, to, Between Greg Roman and then the, the lack of wide receivers and talent that he had to work with, I still want an MVP. If he goes to Atlanta, he doesn't have legitimate weapons. Nah, yeah, right. You know? At least you got your guy, though. Throwing pits. the pits and, yeah. All right, that'll do it for us here today. If you missed any of the show, you can go back and listen on your own time the podcast just search follow the money wherever you get your podcasts apple spotify stitcher amazon and make sure you go to vcin.com by the way to check out these daily articles that are written on every single sport it's non-stop action man with the content have a good weekend we'll see you There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.